Hey folks, welcome to the fourth episode of History, History, oh yeah, and more history. I'm your host, Antonio Gonzalez, and let's get right into this episode. This week, we'll be talking about F. Scott Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald was a novelist and screenwriter during the Roaring Twenties. He is best known for his partying lifestyle, which allowed him to write his best-selling novel, The Great Gatsby. Fitzgerald's main success came from his time in New York during the Jazz Age. When Fitzgerald returned to New York after the birth of his first child, he released The Beautiful and The Damned, as well as Tales of the Jazz Age, both of which were huge successes thanks to the start of the Jazz Age. During their time in the city, the Fitzgeralds spent it in the most extravagant way you could ask for, thanks to the success of Fitzgerald's debut novel, The Side of Paradise, as well as Zelda Fitzgerald's family's wealth. The couple had plenty of cash to party and get drunk throughout the city. They were kicked out of both the Blitmore Hotel and Commodore Hotel due to their drunkenness. Zelda jumped into the Union Square Fountain, and when writer Dorothy Parker met them for the first time, they were sitting atop a taxi. Throughout the city, parties were never too far from the Fitzgeralds, and there wasn't a night that the prince and princess of the 20s weren't drunk. Stepping away from writing novels and short stories, Fitzgerald decided to dip his toes into theater. His short story, The Vegetable, was made into a play, but unfortunately, it had none of the success that his novels had. Zelda noted that the audience looked obviously bored and even noticed that people were walking out by the second act. The show was so terrible that Frances and co-writer Ring Lardner asked if the show was going to continue before leaving for the nearest bar. In the spring of 1924, the Fitzgeralds moved to France, where they faced some adversary. Adversity, I apologize. While in France, Frances finished and published The Great Gatsby, yet it would not gain nearly as much acclaim as it does now until decades later. He gained only $8,987 during his lifetime, while it makes, uh, makes 500000 annually for Stoddy Fitzgerald's children. And in regards, that's how much $8,987 was the amount of money that it made in Fitzgerald's time, but today it makes 500000 annually. Just for some clarification there. During that time, Zelda also asked to develop Oh, sorry. Zelda also began to develop feelings for French aviator Edouard S. Jozan. After about six weeks, she asked Francis for a divorce, in which he responded by locking her into the house for six weeks until she gave up all talks of divorce. Interesting man. Funnily enough, Mr. Jozan had no clue that she had asked for a divorce. He left Riviera later that year, and the Fitzgeralds never saw him again. In 1926, Fitzgerald was asked by producer John W. Constant Considine Jr. to write a flapper comedy for the United Artists Studios. He agreed, but after two months, the Fitzgeralds left Hollywood due to his affair, sorry, due to Francis Fitzgerald's affair with actress Lois Moran. Francis Fitzgerald moved back to the East Coast and rented out houses in Delaware and Maryland to help him write his fourth novel. Eventually, he finished, uh, and Tender is the Night was released, but wasn't received well by critics or readers alike. The novel only sold 12,000 copies, but like The Great Gatsby, it would not receive proper praise until later in the century. Once the depression hit, Fitzgerald was given a reality check as he drowned in financial trouble. His book royalties only amounted to $80, demand for his books decreased significantly, and Zelda was going through medical issues which only added to the financial list. He began to take loans from his agent, Harold Ober, but once he start, stopped uh, handing out money to Fitzgerald, the man cut all ties with his agent and lifelong friend. Fitzgerald began to struggle with mental and alcohol problems on top of the financial issues and Zelda's mental health problems, as well, uh, as, well as caused the man to deteriorate bit by bit. He was hospitalized for alcohol alcoholism eight times and arrested seven times. On top of this, Fitzgerald couldn't find any motivation to write. 
Eventually, his marriage with Zelda failed, and he had sent her to Highlands Mental Hospital in Asheville, North Carolina. It was the last time they would see each other. Fitzgerald returned to Hollywood and began to write for MGM, but he struggled with alcoholism with his time in Hollywood. He passed away on the night of December 20th, 1940, on the basis of a heart attack. He was 44. Zelda passed away only eight years later when she was trapped in a fire at the Highlands Hills Hospital. Originally, the Fitzgerald family asked for Francis to be buried at the family's plot in St. Mary's Cemetery in Rockville, Maryland. But due to Francis not practicing uh, Catholicism, the church denied the family's request. He was buried in Rockville Union Cemetery, and Zelda was placed next to him following her death. 31 years later, in 1974, sorry, 75, Scotty Fitzgerald, the daughter of Francis and Zelda, was able to reverse the church's decision, and the Fitzgeralds were buried at the family's plot. Uh, folks of Fitzgeralds, they were very extravagant, very flamboyant people, and they spent their lives the best way that anyone could possibly uh, spend it in that, in, those, in that time period. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, next episode will be out, I believe, n- not next week, two weeks from now. But thanks for listening, and have a great day.